Welcome to On Fighting in Thailand, the best news and analysis covering the economics and infrastructure of Muay Thai. I am Danielle Marie, Muay Thai fighter. Make stronger fighters, make stronger people. Today we will be talking to Bria Lace as part of our series on Nak Muay Ying. I am Danielle Marie. I am a Muay Thai fighter from the United States of America. I've been living in Thailand for four years. I've mostly trained out of Luk Dafa Muay Thai in Bangkok. I have fought around 20 fights in Thailand and neighboring countries. I've fought in China two times, in Timor Leste, and actually that might be it. I got into Muay Thai for fitness when I was living in Seattle, Washington, and Muay Thai seemed like a more interesting way to exercise than just going to the gym. But after a few classes, I found that I really liked Muay Thai and wanted to explore what it might be like to compete. And eventually that brought me to Thailand, where I've been living for the last four years. I like Muay Thai because it's a very interesting blend of martial arts and kind of like extreme masculinity but also a softness that you don't see in many other fighting sports that I'm aware of. Um, and also the cultural aspect of Thailand was just really fascinating to me when I started, which is kind of why I came to Thailand. Because of Muay Thai, my life has gone a completely different direction. Uh, once I decided to pursue competing in Thailand, I dropped out of college, sold all my stuff, and came to live and fight full-time. And even though there was never really much of a plan for me, my path has just kind of gone off from there, all because of Muay Thai. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Dimensional Elms or on Facebook, Danielle Marie. And now for my conversation with Bria. Hello. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I just started my day. Um, I'm now living in Bordeaux, France. Um, I've been here for around about 10 years now. Um, so yeah, just starting my day just before noon here. And it's about five o'clock your time. That's right. It is 5.13 p.m. here in Bangkok. Um, yeah. So you've been in Bordeaux for 10 years now, is that right? Yeah, I've been here for 10 years, the last 10 years, and that's actually just where I ended up, you know, uh, having my family and kind of planting my roots, if you will, here now with, with my little family. But before that, I definitely traveled around a lot, including Bangkok for a few years there, which was uh, just before I actually came here. Cool. How long did you stay in Bangkok? I was in Bangkok for just over two years. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been living there for now? Uh, I have been here for four years now. Wow. Yeah. Like living the dream, living the dream, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Honest, I have to say that was probably like a huge part of my dream at one point, 10 years ago, let's say. And I, oh, I, I would have never left, I'll tell you that. I would have never left. I absolutely loved it there. It's the best <laughs> experience of my life. And 
I, I never, I didn't feel ready to leave, and I even feel, still feel like that now. I just, I, I feel I could go back at any moment. Such a wonderful place to, to be, most definitely. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what gym did you train at when you were in Thailand? In Thailand, I trained at the Kaimwe Pinsenchai. So that's, um, it's in Lad Prao, which is a really, really fun residential Thai neighborhood. It's kind of tucked away in Bangkok. Uh, or do you know where, where Lad Prao? You must be familiar. Yeah, actually, I live really close to Lad Prao Road. Um, yeah. I've never been to that gym before. Right. Yeah, it's really tucked away, I have to say. And yeah, it's, it's just right in there in that little neighborhood, um, in a little residential neighborhood. Everybody kind of knows everybody. It was a really, really great experience. I was there pretty well the for the entirety, basically, of my time there. Oh, cool. Yeah, how about you? Uh, well, I spent most of my time at Lukapa, right. Muay Thai gym is in uh, like Hawet is the name of the area. Right. Um, these days I train at a gym called Nuponteb, which is <laughs> in Samutpakan, which is one of the areas that's in the middle of the <laughs> COVID outbreak right now. <laughs> so I haven't been training. Wow. Oh, right. I, yeah. Well, a lot of many of us I think have and I mean it's that that's something too even here in France that we're dealing with I mean nobody's really been doing any training for around six uh, excuse me ten at least ten months so at least the last ten months I mean there's been a few on and off periods very briefly I would have to say but it's been you know we're getting on to about a year almost here it's been pretty hard over here in this part of the world in terms of that and all of the regulations and everything surrounding that. So that's for sure. Yes, definitely not easy for anyone right now. Right, yeah, it, it, exactly, exactly. Every, everybody's taking, um, obviously taking a toll, but I would definitely say um, contact sports or martial arts for sure. That's, that's, <laughs> that's obviously um, not easy. Well, let's talk, I guess, a little bit this it's so sad to talk about COVID. So I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, your experience uh, with fighting in Thailand. Right. Yeah. Well, so my experience with fighting in Thailand it ties right back around to my gym. Um, my gym, Kaimwe Pinsenchai. It's it's ran by General Sawake Pinsenchai. He also owns Asawindam Stadium in Bangkok, also known as the Black Knight Stadium. He was, at the time that I was fighting, was way more known for promoting female fighting. And he dedicated shows, um, you know, Sundays and weekends, and it purely to female fighters at times, which was quite rare, um, at, even at that time, uh, 10 years ago even then, um, especially in Bangkok, let's say. So with that platform, I was able to get going and get started and get some experience and I guess a little bit of attention with Muay Thai, whereas I think a lot of women really grind really hard. Like some of the women who were fighting in there, they really had to fight really hard just to get there. And I kind of, 
almost walked into that, luckily. So that was a little interesting, maybe a little bit different from some of some other women's experiences too, possibly. Yeah, that's it's funny. That reminds me a little bit of like one of the reasons I was able to get a lot of experience at first uh, at my gym was similar. My the owner of my gym, uh, Chino Watsirisampan, I always say his name wrong. <laughs> he uh, also yeah. promoted fight. Um, right. So they just put me on fight cards. So yeah, I think uh, it's definitely a big advantage for getting the experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all if, if you have those connections for any reason. It's, it's always been like that. It's that's how it is, you know. And 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 with with that being said, though, I have to say, um, I was definitely the only at that time the only female fighter who was in that gym ever, 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 um, in the actual gym, he was doing business with, uh, and, and, you know, on his TV platform and he was making and promoting female fighting at that time, but they definitely didn't have any, you know, girls just kind of hanging around the gym, let's just say. And so that was, that experience as well was definitely interesting. I mean, it, it took a lot of time and patience and, and um, I think for everyone, that was definitely something new for everybody there. So it wasn't either just like walking into this like perfectly laid out situation either, which I, you know, he had, he was promoting fights. And so I was able to fight on, you know, a nicely sized platform, which was really fun. And that was a really great experience. And it was really fun fighting um, for Asuind um, promotion. But um, the daily grind of the gym and training was definitely something else. It was not, oh, it was maybe the opposite of what maybe what that would have been, which was, it took a lot, it took a lot of time, a lot of patience to be accepted. They were, nobody there was used to having a girl around. They, it took time. It definitely took time (laughs) and they weren't used to having that. And I don't know about your experience with that, but where I came from in my gym, it was definitely a very new experience and for everyone involved and, and it was, it was really, it was really good though. It was, it was good. Yeah. It took a lot of time, you know, I didn't push or anything, but I definitely had to work really hard to um, have a place in, in, in that, in that gym. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, that's still maybe the case in some gyms that aren't really used to females like foreigner or Thai. Right, either or. But I was lucky <laughs> in my gym because there had been. Were there many females? And oh, there had been some already. Yeah, the oh, owner's wow. daughter was a fighter. Oh wow! So, but that being said, uh, during my time training, I was usually the only female fighter any given on any given day with some exceptions but oh for sure oh even even in France where it's it's like very different in the sense that it's like you know like maybe an after school activity or like more so of a sport and something just like really fun and interesting to do where it may be like that as well in Canada um where I'm from you know still in the gyms you can still be the only girl 
right? Like even in France, there's a few girls and, you know, there's a few even then, even though there's a lot, but the girls who are there every day training, there's not still, you know, as many can definitely <laughs> be singled out as a, as a female in the sport for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's rough, but it's changing, right? <laughs> so that's, Oh, it, indeed. It, it surely is. And, and that is, that's exactly it. It's, it's, I find it so, so different now and, and, and just getting better all the time. And from places like, like where you're from with your gym, there's, there are, there are, are a lot of, um, young or, or female fighters who have been trained by their fathers in Thailand, who have always been very open and very accepting to Muay Ying and, and females in the gym who, and, and that's completely transformed everything. And then the stadiums like Ad Down, for example, who are really open their platform. Um, again, we're one of the only at that time who were doing so and promoting female fighting in Thailand. And, and that has definitely helped now. There's so, so many, so many more now. And it's just great to see. It's so great to see. Yeah. Uh, so is there a fight of yours that you remember that like stands out in your memory? Hmm. A fight of mine that stands out in my memory? Yeah, favorite or most eventful, <laughs> weirdest fight. Ah, uh, most eventful, weirdest fight. Oh, I I had a few maybe interesting things. Um, a couple. Um rematches which you know you i thought you won won the first one and they won the next one you you somehow win and they uh, just some few random things like that um really fun flash knockout that was probably one of my funnest memories uh i fought in laos which was really 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 fun um on laos star with um my original coach from canada who's lao and that was a really great experience for me i definitely remember that that um that was really fun you know, fighting in the stadium in Bangkok, I pretty well, generally, I, I, I always fought at the Asuan Down Stadium. So that was a fun experience. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. And then I do have to say, I feel like it was a little cut short um, to a certain extent by me leaving Thailand only about two years or so into my quest there. I ended up leaving and, um, you know, I... I had children and moved and kind of went on another path from there out. So things had changed since then. Yeah, definitely. Life, life changes. Something, yeah, you mentioned children. I actually have a kid. <laughs> That's right, yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, how has having children changed, uh, like, your, how you feel about Muay Thai? Has it? Or... Well, you know, it, it has changed like the way I feel about Muay Thai, like in one way, in that children in Muay Thai are so much in Thailand. It's they're so game for that. And like, it, it's very different in a lot of a lot of other places. And just the fact that, you know, it's such a ch ch like a children's sport and and game. Um, it, it's a job as well in Thailand. It's very, very different. Um, I have thought about that quite a bit since becoming a ma mother myself. Um, we have a lot of kids too at our gym. It's, it's very different, like the way that children are here, the way that, and the way that they are there.
yeah, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, so how old are your kids? My kids now are nine, seven, and five years old. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, and we're all still involved in the sport. We've all remained involved in the sport. Um, their father is involved in the sport. He has been his entire life, um, at which that has kept me involved in the sport, I believe, um, had it not been for, for his involvement uh, and to a, quite a high, you know, extent to his, like, you know, that's all he ever does, I'll have to say, obviously, and then like, that's just how the guy is, you know, and, and, um, and we are, we've always just kind of been doing that, we've been actually running our own gym for nine years now, so, yeah, yeah, and now we, we coach, we teach Muay Thai and Kung Khmer, and um, I even actually do baby gym now that I'm a mom there. So that's also really, it's, it's a really interesting little place. We have a little bit of everything we love there. That's what we do every day. That's what we love. And it's, it's been a just amazing experience as well, being able to continue um, with, with your passion and, and what you love to do, you know, even after you've stopped and, and moved on. Uh, from competitive sport, at least, which which my husband and I have both now done. Um, I think, you know, I don't know about you, but it's always, I don't know, cause, cause, because you fought after you had a child, right? Yeah, I actually just did at the end of last year. Uh, right. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's it- interesting. Which I, that's amazing because I fought one time since I became a mother, since I had kids. And um, it was just over a year ago, too. And um, yeah, so I'm, but I was on like a nine year hiatus. And then there was this little, um, it was like a, a little tournament in France. And I thought to myself, gee, well, you know, it would, it, in, in that weight category, I thought I could have a pretty okay chance of winning it. I thought maybe it would be fun. I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try. And um, so I went off and, and tried, and I ha- ended up having one fight in the tournament. And then actually, unfortunately, because of – I'm actually not French. I am Canadian anyways. I have been living here for a while. But then they, they were like, oh, no, uh, um, you, you can't continue in the tournament because it was a French champion tournament. And, and so I ended up not being able to continue, but I did have one fight in the tournament and boy, it was, it was really hard. How, how about you? Were you, how were you finding fighting after having kids, having a child? Yeah. Well, you know, I had, it had been like a two and a half year break for me. So not quite as long as nine years, but, um, (laughs) Yeah, I found that fighting is not like riding a bike for me. I didn't just jump back into it. I like it felt like my first fight. Right. Except except the adrenaline wasn't as high as my first fight. So like it's like a first fight but feeling the pain. Right, right. But it was a very Thai experience. Like uh you said you fought mostly in stadium in Bangkok so maybe I don't know if you've had this experience of like fighting in the countryside in Thailand but it's like yes I okay have. so I don't know maybe 
did you feel confused a lot of the time in the country? <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I felt confused probably a good deal of the time I was really there. Um, just, you know, the language barrier and, and what have you. Uh, I still feel like that, like I'm living in France, you know, I'm just living, I've been, even though I've been here a while, I mean, it, it's still tricky to just catch on to the language in full. Um, I've become a mom now three times as well, right? So now I, like, I have three kids, you, you know, and you're kind of doing that, and it, it's not easy, so I, I definitely can relate to feeling a little bit lost in a strange place, that's for sure, um, and that's the fun and joy, too, in traveling, and it's part of the experience, you know, I love it, I love it, but for sure, um, fighting it in, in Isan is definitely a totally different experience than fighting uh, in Bangkok, I think. Um, very, very different, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> it is, well, and it's sort of like time doesn't exist. So, like, you know, <laughs> it starts at 8 p.m., but really starts at, you know, 2 in the morning or something like that. Right. Yeah, time, I, I totally get you on that, for sure. Yeah, and so so when you got back into it, you, it was uh, not just like riding a bike, it was a little trickier than that then? Like, like, do you mean in terms of the training, or like, just the fighting, you mean? So the fighting, like, training is training to me. It's, yeah. it's you, have, you have to do it, um, it's up to you only. There's no, there's no opponent, there's no, like, you might, you might have a coach pushing you in training, but it's just like a grind, you know? And yeah, so obviously I think yeah, training definitely. after having kids is more difficult because you have to take care of your kids. At least I found, like my daughter comes with me to the gym. And so like True. when I do sit-ups, sometimes she like bounces on my stomach, which might be extra conditioning, but it was also distracting, wow. whatever. But uh, the fighting itself, is the part that was like, oh, that's right, someone's punching me now. Uh, I guess I forgot maybe how to deal with that. Right. So it was a good experience, nonetheless. It was a good experience. My opponent was really good and cool. <laughs> I liked her a lot. And I, yeah. And how did you do in that in that fight? Did you? Oh, I lost. <laughs> did you lose? Yeah. yeah. All right. How many rounds was the fight? The part of the Twilight Zone of Isan was that it was five round fight until the fight started, and then ah, in Isan right. five rounds. Okay. Like after the mm -hmm. first round, the referee was like, uh, "This is a three round fight, so right. you need to be more active." And I was like, "Oh, it was five rounds." Oh. Um, the fight ended at. Three mm, mm, mm. We were both oh, yeah, confused, yeah. so. Oh, I see. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I hear you now. I hear you. I feel you. Yeah, for sure. Oh, too bad for you for that. I, I hate that for you. I, I can totally relate to be, to, to feeling lost. And like, like, too, like with the whole the tournament situation in France. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I didn't know. And then, yeah, I ended up not being able to continue in the tournament with some paperwork, you know, I'm not French, okay, well, which is weird, because a lot of other non, like, quote-unquote, non-French people are, are in that tournament, and have right. won it, even people that yeah. I know, so I don't know. <laughs> like, a nationality to be, whatever, I don't know how it works. 
it's all politics at that level. I couldn't agree more. And so for your partner, is he also involved in the sport as well? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, we met through Muay Thai. Um, he, wow. I guess, was a fighter. Right. He about fighting again, <laughs> but I don't Probably know. We always. Um, but yeah, he's and fought most of his life uh, most of his life he's been a fighter so it's very uh yeah our family is also completely right yeah so when when did he start like training and and fighting his first fight was like 10 years old yeah i don't know Uh, you know there's so many thai people especially in the countryside it's just you know you start when you're a baby and it's just part of who who you are i guess so yeah yeah it, it is it, it 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 is just life really you know and then i i sometimes think that like now like just running a gym in france and that's kind of like a lifestyle. Like we chose that as a lifestyle. Like it's not a job though. You know what I mean? It's just like a lifestyle where it's 24 and seven. It's always, you know, it's just like when you're running the gym, it's, it's a big project. That's for sure. Um, but it's not like Thailand. It's just life there, you know? And then, and then maybe in some other places, it's just like, there, I think there's, there can be different, different levels of it. It is definitely, definitely, definitely um, very, very, in the culture and just everyday life and in Thailand so much so and that experience is is definitely very unique I think experiencing Muay Thai as a sport in any other country like even in France for example which is very very into the sport itself um, they have a really great program for for it Uh, and some other you know places in the UK and whatnot Um, but there's nothing like that 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 life that you live doing in thailand um nothing like yeah. it so uh i'm curious more about your gym why did you decide to open a gym well um i didn't decide to open a gym that was i have to give credit to my husband for that um he was fighting very very uh he was fighting a lot at the time and training a lot at the time and i guess he was just kind of thinking of a transition yeah he we um we were going to be having a baby he was thinking that he was going to be retiring at some point which he ended up doing I think around about you know three to four years after we started our family and and Jim at the same time so um we were going to be having a baby and I'm he was thinking well you know he might want to open a gym I don't know why and I I actually at the time I told him not to I asked him not to I wasn't thinking it was the best idea at that time I think I was just really thinking about just focusing on becoming a mom for the first time I guess and he was like no no it's not he, he got us this little apartment um it was on top of like you know this like little warehouse that we transformed into this like little Muay Thai gym it was small the apartment was right on top and he just started like that and you know at the same at the, the same time that was kind of going on. He was still training at this other gym um, and, and slowly made the transition to just coaching and, and train. He was still training though at that time. He was training and sort of coaching, I think, at that time. 
and so we always had this little gym and um and then one thing kind of went from one thing to another and the gym just started developing and um it got bigger we moved spaces and uh you know kind of started with that and 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 then he ended up retiring and just coaching basically full time uh at the gym and and then we had kids were growing up at the time you know and they and I started looking for things for them to do and um there just wasn't really anything to do and and I come from a gymnastics competitive gymnastics background and I thought and I had been also a gymnastics coach I mean for years for really my whole life I I grew up in the gym really I did first with gymnastics and then later with Muay Thai and um which actually with my the with my background in gymnastics, it, it definitely really helped my transition into Muay Thai and the training because I was really used to training hard um, two times a day in gymnastics. I mean, you're just there all day. It, it, it's the workouts and uh, sessions are very long and dragged out. I guess if you want to, you know, you're just at the gym constantly. You're there, you know, four hours after school, sometimes every, you know, almost every day. Um, and I was kind of used to that just very regular, long, strenuous training regimen, um, which I definitely think helped because I, at, in the, at the end of you know, I wasn't really involved in Muay Thai, like, unlike in Thailand, you know, I, I wasn't doing Muay Thai since I was a child or anything like that. I, I actually probably got a very late start into the sport, actually, and, um, well, you know, competitively at least, um, about four to six, about five years only. So it's not like a very, very long career. And it, but so had it not have been for my experience in gymnastics and just the training as well, I don't, you know, I was very thankful for that. Um, I have to say, I come from a competitive gymnastics background. And so um, now I have implemented that into my gym. Um, and I actually teach like gymnastics for kids basically in my Muay Thai gym here in Bordeaux which is it's pretty fun and it actually I do ninja classes there now as well and because it's France and they speak French I do the classes in English so it's pretty fun um I do really love that part of my life I get to be myself which is because I'm still a foreigner too like living in a in a foreign country I feel like that I don't know I don't um I, I haven't been living home where I'm from and uh, Vancouver Island, Canada. I haven't been living there for almost 12 years now, over 12, almost 15 years, probably roundabout now. So it's been a while. So yeah, I teach the classes in English. I, I get to be myself. I, and I, and I teach, um, Muay Thai classes alongside my husband at our, and at our family gym, our kids are involved. We're always there. We're always involved doing gym, doing ninja now, you know, it's really, my kids are really into that. They absolutely love it. Um, and certainly more predominantly doing Muay Thai. We, we specifically do Muay Thai. We don't do any other, um, martial arts or any other sport, anything else there. We just focus on Muay Thai and, uh, I believe we are the only gym like in this area in Bordeaux actually, who are specifically predominantly a Muay Thai gym, which we really wanted to be. And um, we're very proud of that. So how did you come to Muay Thai in the first place? Well, how I came to Muay Thai, if I have to be 100% honest, is um, 
my brother had traveled a lot in his, you know, when he was uh, in his early 20s. And like I said, I was a gymnast and he had seen this film and it was on back in the movie theater during his trip uh, in Thailand. And he, he told me about it and he's like, you have to see this. Like, you know, I, I'm always stunting around and, and uh, um, I have to say too, like my father comes from a martial arts background as well. And so my father actually was a Hapkido instructor when I was growing up. I was not involved in the sport. You know, I, I definitely had like a martial arts background anyways. Like my brother did kickboxing and stuff. Anyways, he said, you really have to uh, see this movie. You're going to love it. So I did, and and immediately I was like, I need to try this. And just, I, I um, sought out a, a Muay Thai gym in, in my, you know, where I was from, which I was living in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia at the time in Canada. And I uh, happened upon the most amazing Muay Thai trainer, one of the most amazing Muay Thai trainers, somebody who absolutely changed my life forever, changed my life there. And I started out that way. I, um, but I originally it was the film that I saw, and I thought it was just so amazing. I'm like, I, I could that that's me. <laughs> that could be me. And and because um, the the Tony Ja who actually is in that film, he is a national Thai champion gymnast. Oh, I didn't realize he was a gymnast. He's yeah, he's a good gymnast. Yeah, and he also has studied capoeira and has been a national champion in that as well. And and um, several other martial arts, but he was definitely a gymnast and um you can definitely see in his stunts he he's he's really amazing <laughs> yeah, no kidding. it's funny i hear like uh kind of a lot of fighters from the west were inspired by that movie <laughs> and Tony. yeah um, really cool <laughs> wow well, where are you from? Uh, I'm from the United States. Right. Yeah, my family is from Michigan. Wow, Michigander. <laughs> yeah, still neighbors of Canada. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, wow, and so and so you've been in Thailand for the last five years, and how yeah. is your child now? Uh, she is one year nine months. Wow, a year nine months, and do you foresee yourself um continuing to fight them like after? becoming a mom fighting for the first time and like are you you're still training every day or uh yeah ideally well I mean not now <laughs> yeah, I don't know um yeah no my plan for now like I'm kind of getting old for the sport but um like to be honest when I was found out I was pregnant I wasn't really ready to stop Muay Thai yet um right. so even though it's not the same situation now um I still intend to try being competitive for a little while <laughs> if I can as long as I can right, yeah um, yeah the stage has changed though too um, you know after having a baby you know um okay. I just basically, after having a baby, retired right away, whereas my husband kind of kept fighting and kept going. But the stakes change, you know, too. So it's 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 a lot to think and consider. Yeah. Uh, did your kids watch you in the tournament fight that you had? Actually, they didn't. Um, 
they didn't come and um, I took the fight on very, very short notice. And it was actually the first time that I ever had, I also did a little weight cut, um, which I haven't cut a lot of weight just because I'm, I'm really, really small. Um, like I, I walk around at 50 kilos, like I'm a little small gymnast, you know, <laughs> and, um, and even in Thailand, I mean, I was fighting around 48 kilos. I often would just take fights at 49, 50, uh, you know, and I would just be kind of walk. Like, um, I, I didn't really cut a lot of weight. I mean, I, there were there were some fights where I did would do like, I, I don't know if it was a like a cut, you know, because I would know it would be um, under 48 kilos and I would have time and it wasn't such a big deal. Uh, I never fought under that because, you know, when I was in really good shape, I could even just be 48 kilos some. Sometimes I could easily get there, let's just say, and I always wondered if I, you know, went to like 46 or something, what, what would have, what would I have been? But no, I was even fighting, you know, people 50 kilos or 51 or something like that, even at times. Um, and, and this time I had to cut, um, I think I was like 50 over that or whichever. And the fight was under 48 and I only had, um, about 48 hours notice. And by the time I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. I mean, I just didn't have enough time to like prepare how I wanted to, you know, to go. And it, we had to drive pretty far and the kids and everything. And so I was lucky enough to ask a friend to um, come by and, and it was just a, like a day trip. We went super early in the morning and came back at night, but yeah, a really nice friend of mine, um, came by and, and hung out with the kids while I just, it was just the first preliminary fight at the tournament though. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't see me. They, they weren't there. And, and I, and I, and I actually, I made that decision too. I did ponder back and forth whether I, I really wanted them to come thinking maybe it would have been the only time they would have ever maybe seen. I mean, I, I, or, or not, I wasn't sure what, if, how I would have felt either. Um, ultimately I decided to just it was pretty rushed, like I said, too. So I just ultimately was, I thought I was lucky enough to just maybe had the opportunity to have this match kind of, um, uh, I think it, I felt like it was maybe the right time for a match. Like I said, it was a, a long time after. Um, I had three chill kids later and, and having kids, I actually even had three C-sections and I actually had a quite a lot of like physical complications as well um, surrounding pregnancies and becoming a mom three different times, uh, three different C-sections, really hard on me. Um, just a lot of stuff with that. And, and uh, for some reason, I, I felt like, oh yeah, maybe this is a good time. Um, and I, I just wanted to, to try it. But yeah, uh, my kids were not there. Uh, how about you? Well, my, my daughter was there. Right, yeah. Uh, I was a little nervous, honestly. Uh, I didn't know how she would react if she saw me fighting someone because like right right you know, she's little sometimes if oh I yeah someone she starts to kind of be upset <laughs> so um but it ended up not being really an issue because uh i didn't fight until like two o'clock in the morning so she was sleeping <laughs> uh on a oh, mat oh. to the room <laughs> <laughs> nice nice oh that's good Right. Well, like, and then just thinking about that too, like, well, my kids definitely watched um, my husband fight uh, several times. They, they were little at the time, you know, they were pretty young, but 
they, they definitely were involved yeah, in that, you know, in the gym, the train. I think too, like, like you said, you know, your, your daughters and your husband's involved and, and your daughter's around the sport. You're like, you know, if they're around the sport in the gym, you know, it might be a different for, for some of those kids who are watching their parents in the ring than maybe some other kids, some other Mom's like, if you just kind of leave and you just go training and then suddenly, you know, mom's in the ring, like it might be a bizarre experience for a kid. I mean, let's face it for sure. Like, um, yeah, a lot to think about in that for sure. But, you know, I'm sure that eventually, you know, kids, they get used to anything that they get used to. So that's another part of that too. Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you think that you will fight again? Well, you know what? I, I always think I'm going to fight again. I mean, I, I feel like, too, if it hadn't have maybe been for a lot of just, like, physical um, physical prob- uh, things that I had to go through, I think, in and around pregnancies, having three kids, um, had it not have been for, for that, I, I always felt like I would have I'm even now I'm like I, I still somehow feel like I'm gonna fight again I think everyone all fighters definitely kind of can relate to that in some in one way or another um, even even fighters who really um, had great careers even after they've kind of conquered everything and everyone years down the road at some point sometimes tend to say Oh, you know, like I, you know, sometimes tend to want to think that you could just get back in there. I, I, I still feel like I could. Um, would I? You know, I don't know. I, it's been a long time. Um, I mean, if you think you're, you know, I'm, I'm definitely getting old for a Thai fighter. I mean, um, do we break those stereotypes? Do we, you know, do what do we do? I mean, we know though that you know it's definitely ideal to be young and in your prime. I mean um man, man male or female that's for sure so it goes both ways with that um definitely definitely more with female just because of the toll that it also takes on our bodies um once especially if you are a mom if you are a mom and you have had children um definitely a difference there i think um, um but you know women are so strong so resilient and so many amazing moms who have like still fought or even started their path after becoming moms like who, who weren't even involved in the sport pre-baby who have just like got into it after I mean, like some really strong and amazing women for sure I wouldn't like to really put a lot of restrictions like on female fighting I think that um there's a lot of strong women out there and um you know, I myself included, I would like to think, you know, um, why not? You know, that's, and that's the thing with that. That's the part in Muay Thai that I also love. And um, with hard work, determination, you know, um, perseverance, uh, patience, you know, a lot of sacrifice. Like we are very resilient. You know, we, there's a lot we can do, a lot we can do. Yeah, I, 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 I think I would like to. I feel like I do have unfinished business. I, I definitely feel like I wasn't ready to stop. I feel like I, you know, I, I do. I, I have those thoughts where I feel like I wasn't quite done. I, I don't know about you, but um, 
like, uh, you know, you, you had mentioned that you, you definitely didn't quite feel ready to stop. So that's a hard thing to deal with. Like, I, like I'm sitting here, you know, 10 years down the road and, and those feelings are definitely, you know, right up there in the forefront of my, my feelings. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe, especially for female fighters, we put a lot of extra limitations that don't really exist uh, for male fighters, for sure. Like having kids, okay, they don't care. <laughs> you can still fight. Uh, clearly, it's not exactly the same, but we definitely don't have to adhere yeah, you to the stereotypes. Yeah, you don't have to. It's, it's never too late. It's never too late to have a goal. <laughs> you know, it's never too late to to have a dream or a goal. And, and it's not just about, you know, having a goal, just making it happen. And it happens one step at a time. And who doesn't know that more than, you know, a Muay Thai fighter, I think, um, regardless of the situation, you know, it's, it's a grind, life is a grind. And, and that's the, the metaphor too, just in life in general that I love. And I've always loved that I find through the sport is just finding a way to win. Like there's always a way to, to persevere, to move forward, find a, find an opening, find a way to win, find there's, you know, even anything can stop you dead in your track, something really, really, really bad, like, you know, a punch in the face, like nothing worse than that, you know, nothing worse. And, you know, you can even, you can accept certain things and, and there's still another way to move forward and move on and find and be successful in, in, in anything. And you can apply that to any, any, anything in life, I think, um, you know, a small goal it could be something really small. You know, you got to start somewhere to get where you want to be. And I, I think that the Muay Thai really can show people how to do that. Not just like in the gym, because you, you take what you learn there and you apply it to other aspects of your life. Right. And that's what I just have always loved and, and what I continue to love. And um, I, I just feel really thankful that I'm able to continue to experience uh, life through Muay Thai and share that here, our experiences, um, um, you know, at our, at our family gym. My husband actually isn't Thai. He's actually Cambodian, of Cambodian descent. Um, and um, they call it Kung Khmer, actually, as, as a sport. Um, they practice in Cambodia, basically the same thing as uh, Muay Thai. And yeah, we practice at our gym, culture, languages, you know, and um, that's, I, I, I love that too about the sport. It's, it's very open, at least like, in, and especially like in Thailand, you know, people, uh, they're just so, so wonderful, so open, so loving. Um, <clears throat> I just, it was just the best experience of my life. I, if I could go back now, I mean, just go back <laughs> right now, I, I would, I, I absolutely adored it there. Um, my time there, every part of it. And I, I just, um, it was the best time of my whole life. Yeah. It was the best thing I think I, I ever, um, did for myself when I started getting involved in the sport. Um, as soon as I, like I said, as soon as I saw, I thought, wow, this is, this is really great. And then as soon as I started training, I was absolutely, 
I, I needed it. I thought it was great. I trained and trained and trained. And shortly thereafter, I decided that I would, you know, pack my bags and move to Thailand and um, spent the next few years there. And um, it, I, like I said, I, I wasn't ready to leave then. I could go back anytime now. I just, it's just a, the most amazing country. And just, you know, especially if you're involved in, in Muay Thai in Thailand. It is absolutely just the best place to be in terms of the sport, um, just how it's enmeshed in the culture there, the everyday life. I, I just loved it. And um, I and in having my own gym here now, I try to do a little bit of that in, in my everyday life. And, and, and I love that. It's super, yeah, it's very special. And very special. So I think we are wrapping things up. Um, can you tell us how people can reach out to you or find your gym? Yeah, people can reach out to us, find our gym. Our gym is called the Temple Bordeaux. It's in located in the south of France in Bordeaux. Um, we are on Facebook, the Temple Bordeaux, Instagram. Um, my husband, Albert Fierache, you can always reach out to him. Um, he's very active in the sport. He's three-time European champion and three-time world champion in Muay Thai. He's a coach now. We have a family gym. Like I said, our kids are there. We're all involved. We're just at the gym. You know, anybody can reach out and it'd be great to hear from anybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I just like to also a shout out to everybody in Thailand, everybody there. Um, it was it just reminiscing has been really nice. I, I, absolutely love that experience and also in Canada where I'm from Kai Sing Tong my gym there and my coaches there I just it you know everything that they all taught me has been just absolutely life-changing and if I could ever take you know little bits of that and be able to share it with anyone else it's just it's the best thing I'm, I'm beyond thankful just to be able to um, share all of my experiences with my kids and, and in our community here now. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's, it continues to be just such, such an amazing ride. And it's been really nice talking to you too. I, I really do wish you the best of luck. Um, yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. Moving forward and with your gym and with your, your kids and your family. Yes. Thank you. It's nice talking to you today and it's been so good talking to you too yeah you take care hey thanks bye for now bye you've been listening to on fighting in thailand the best news and analysis covering the economics and infrastructure of muay thai i'm danielle marie muay thai fighter <laughs> make stronger fighters make stronger people This show was edited by Effie Ceruti. You can find me on Instagram at Effie underscore FC or on Facebook at Effie Ceruti.